1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: Well, yes, I'm ready to talk money. Oh, that's <laughs> You asked me a good if I was thing. ready to do the show, and I don't know if I'm ready this morning.
1: Of course. <laughs> what are you talking about? You were born ready yeah. for this. <laughs> Uh, well this is Good Friday. Good Friday. We are this is the Good Friday. It's Let's Talk Money on Good Friday. So we have a show which, you know, I still tackles money and still we're gonna be talking about money, but we're also gonna be talking about because it's Good Friday and a lot of the I'm just gonna wrap it up. It really can be found in one word, and that is uh, you know, We can come into Good Friday with an attitude or an air or um, maybe an attitude's not the right word, but an air of, of just repentance, somberness, uh, reflection, some of those words that, that we're having. So today, when Reb says, I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm ready to talk money, uh, I think there's a, a little bit of somberness here as we come into our Good Friday show is that right? Yeah. I would
0: I would say in my heart I would say that's where I'm at. But I mean there's a lot of joy attached to it, right? Because as we're going to see in a minute, there's uh Christ promises refreshing when when mm-hmm. repentance is is about and so
1: don't tune don't out tune right out, yes. uh, because we do need these times and and i 'm not going to jump ahead to, to where we 're going to talk about, but we do need these times where we come into reflection and, and a little bit of just stepping back, stepping off to the mm-hmm. the craziness that is most of our lives and and in a sense, Good Friday is one of those one of those times where we certainly would encourage you to just take a step back and just allow in a sense the 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 gift that is Christ's death his death on the cross the fulfillment of the entire law you know when Christ hung there on the cross he fulfilled the law he paid the price for all of the requirements of the law everything that i cannot do in and of myself christ took on the cross and so we can we can take a moment and and just reflect on that and and that's a a good reflection now we do have a guest on the show we're going to bring ray from ray uh, from Compass, he's been on the show <laughs> almost bring, for a bring, second. Forgot there where <laughs> well, he's from. <laughs> a, uh, a, you've been here so often, so Ray, we're gonna we're gonna bring you in in a few minutes here. But uh, Reb, you've got a, a a couple verses that are on your mind that you wanted to share this morning. So
0: yeah, so if you're sitting down and you're listening and having a cup of coffee with your family, you could probably jot these verses down. Um, the entire chapter of Isaiah 53, which is a beautiful. Uh, mm prophetic picture of our lord and um and romans 2 and acts 3 we're gonna i'm just gonna mention them briefly i'd love to read all of uh, isaiah 53 but there's a a big chunk there Mm -hmm. this the the verses some of them say this starting in verse 4 surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows and we esteemed him stricken smitten by god and afflicted But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. There are many more, um, but one also, verse 10, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sin of many and made intercession for them. Those... I. I don't need to say any more because that's such a beautiful picture of Jesus on a day today where we, in our Christian calendar, celebrate his death and resurrection this weekend, um, to have that picture that it pleased the Lord to bruise him so that he could bear our iniquity, so that we could be set free. And it's that picture of, you you know, we talk about it, we might hear it, we might think, oh yeah, we're Christians we need to revisit this picture often of what Christ has done and and what is required of us. And, you know, often um, in in our journey at more than enough, we see all kinds of people. And so often, you know, money is the outward manifestation of stuff going on inside the heart. And that's why the show, we try to talk about the heart issues. And this big heart issue is of repentance is a big one because sometimes we don't even want to address the th- those issues of our heart that are are opposite or leading us on a path away from the lord's ways and the way from his heart and the other passages of scripture in acts and in romans um, um peter is speaking to the to his first big sermon in acts three you know to the people and he's saying you know you guys murdered our lord but he then says but but god is offering you a way and he's saying to you come and repent and change your way for you will receive times of refreshing mm-hmm. it, it's actually a beautiful idea repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord mm-hmm. and that refreshing word um, actually means a recovery of breath and if any of you are feeling like overwhelmed, like I have as a mom of five and in business and all of those things, you get overwhelmed and you get overwhelmed with your own wrong choices sometimes. Sometimes you, it's, today's a great day to step back and get a recovery of breath. Mm-hmm. But I guess we should really define what repentance is. Before Good time we to
1: you know, bring Ray into Ray. the conversation. Uh, Ray Borg, the uh, executive director of Compass Canada, has, uh, I think, a little bit of experience on repentance <laughs> and, and what that means and how that... So we're just going to keep the conversation going. And, uh, Ray, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Great. So
0: if you could define repentance, what, what does it mean?
2: In in my understanding, repentance is that place of actually saying more than I'm sorry, but it's actually saying I'm going to change my mind, the way I think about things, and my attitude, and then my behavior will follow that. Mm -hmm. So I will make choices that are different than what I've done prior to repentance.
0: So sometimes I think we get that idea of I'm just going to say sorry, I'm sorry I did this. But really, the words need to be, I repent, because in that word really is a change of heart and a change of mind, and you're going in the opposite direction of where you've
1: been going. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's when we talk about repentance as opposed to saying, I'm sorry, sometimes it's significantly easier to say, I'm sorry, and then kind of (laughs) carry on, right? You know, in a sense of... But repentance is about the heart, and there is this... um, Tension. There is this, uh, you know, um, battle for the heart. You know, in when we're talking about money, when we're talking about nobody likes to truly look at their spouse if that's what and say, you know what, uh, we've been doing money, or we've been making spending decisions, or we've been trucking along, and I've been saying sorry when I, you know I haven't done it right or whatever. But now I want to move to that maybe we need to do some make some decisions different and, and again in a spouse when it's a, a couple situation you gotta do it together right you know it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things that that uh, coming in and it's an interaction between the two of you right so that's pretty there, there's certainly a significant difference between i'm sorry and repentance
2: And the neat part is a couple that you can hold each other accountable as you are beginning to make different choices and to think differently about it. When you slip back, because we all do Mm -hmm. in our journeys, we all slip back into those choices that are dead ends. And Mm -hmm. then we feel bad afterwards as, as you put it at the beginning of the program, um, we don't have that sense of refreshing that sense of being to breathe freely you know the picture that went through my mind as you were sharing that was you know Christ came out of the grave the the grave clothes that bound him up Bound up life, and sometimes our choices bind us up Mm -hmm. in those places. And God just wants to come as we repent before Him and humble our heart, then He actually can remove those dead clothes, those bindings Mm -hmm. of our choices, so that we can start afresh as we set our heart in that direction.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, see, and I had the thought, you know, as you're saying that, Ray, and, and the thought that you know, when you're um, you you're moving along whether it's um, you know exercising or something and then all of a sudden you just kind of pause for a second and you take a great big breath and it's like wow I like I really needed that and I didn't know that I needed that I was focused on you know whatever I was doing and all of a sudden you just stop for a second and you go you know inhale and and all of a sudden it's like wow man like I didn't realize how much I was caring just not breathing <laughs> Well I,
0: I was just thinking About that Our daughter When she's Uh teaching us to stretch she's a dancer so she's like mom breathe when you're stretchy don't hold your breath and sometimes in our finances or just in our journey we're just holding our breath because right. we're like if something falls through the cracks it's gonna just be an explosion and i and we're just holding our breath waiting for it something to drop but that's not how god's asked us to live i mean peter speaks to the people who were there at his crucifixion like it it, it was a, a certain amount of time afterwards but he's speaking to people that could have seen jesus die Mm -hmm. they could have been they could have watched they could have remembered actually saying crucify him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then peter is standing before them and saying but there's a chance for forgiveness Mm -hmm. there's a chance and isn't that what jesus is always coming to us to say he's like there's a chance there's a chance of recovery of breath take a deep breath in me Don't stop holding your breath. You don't have to hold your breath. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, we were talking to one of our friends, and he's like, yeah, when our child was young, she she would get stressed, and she'd hold her breath and pass out. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, what? Yeah, we took her to Chio, and apparently it's a, some children do that they get stressed they hold their breath and they pass out and I think some of us even that are listening today even me sometimes I feel like I need to tell myself this just breathe just breathe I say to my daughter when she's like over like wants her way because that's another great picture Serena will just want her way and I'm like stop and then she already knows yes mom I'll breathe so she closes her eyes takes a big breath and then calms down and then we can talk about it. And so we wanna we
1: wanna give you permission today. You know, repentance leads to refreshing. So if you've been holding your breath financially, if you've been holding your breath and lots of other you know, it's Good Friday. Take a moment and just hey, if there's something you need to repent of, that's a that's a journey, it's a beginning, but we know it leads to refreshing and so just take a breath and go okay you know often we have to actually stop you know you were just saying that you know serena stops closes her eyes takes a breath and and that's just a great model that we can Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes we just need to stop for a second take a breath and again Repentance. So going back and saying, we're going to make a different choice. Can you add anything, Ray, to that in the sense of that definition? What does that look like practically in terms of how that repentance might play out?
2: Well, I'm just, I'm just picturing as you're saying that and thinking of your, your youngest daughter there, just that whole sense, you know, when we repent, we close our eyes and we repent and we say, Lord, you know, I just made some wrong choices here. Father, I give them to you. Mm -hmm. It's the weightiness of it, because he took the weight of our sin on the cross. So when we give our repentance to him, as we say, Lord, for the choices I made around finances, I release that to you, you're passing that weight off. When you take that deep breath in, Mm -hmm. then suddenly there's a freedom and a release that comes, and that's what God wants us to experience Mm -hmm. in our walk and our our financial walk as well. And mm-hmm. so I think that's so exciting mm-hmm. that God gives us that freedom to say, you know what, I screwed up here, but the Lord's going to help me get back on the right track. And then I know that with him helping me, I can walk mm-hmm. in a greater freedom.
1: And, and that's, a, in a sense, a exciting because then you know, there's a transfer of that weight, right? We're just saying to, Lord, I release it. So in a lot of ways, repentance and surrender are, in a sense, connected there because we, we surrender and we say, listen, uh, you know, acknowledge I've made mistakes or, or uh, I'm not in the place where I know I should be. And then it's a surrender to, okay, Lord, help me to do that. And the Lord is big enough. The Lord is big enough to carry that. He's big enough to lead you in the next decision, which will be right. Well,
0: it's, I was just thinking about the thief on the cross, actually, because sometimes we think we have to have the right words or jump through the right hoops to have this confession and the forgiveness. Conf- forgiveness is already extended to us, and I. Th- I think sometimes we forget that, you know, you don't have to work up God to forgive you. You might have have trouble yourself with forgiving yourself, right? You you know, Jesus is often more gracious with us than we are with ourselves or Others are with us, right? We 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 get the judgment from others, even though we have repented, and that's a that's a hard thing. And if you go to Romans two that I mentioned earlier, you read those first few verses because those are really they are convicting verses about judging others, and it actually says, "Do you support?" Despise the goodness of the Lord, and for, I think his it's for- the riches of the, His goodness. Oh yes,
1: Gotta add that. Yes, in do, you despise, do you despise
0: do you despise the riches of His goodness and His long long suffering and His forbearance, or have you forgotten that it's the kindness of the Lord that leads us to repentance? So, if we're having trouble in our relationship, even with our spouse. Mm-hmm. As we see them repenting and turning, and and it's okay to have, you know, if, if we've seen a pattern in our spouse over and over again, we've heard the I so- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and haven't seen a change of heart, and attitude, we get jaded, and understandably so, um, but we have to remember that Jesus has seen us, ourselves, me. When I keep saying sorry and I don't change my way and he keeps uh, accepting me. And I, I think that that verse that, you know, do you despise the riches of his goodness? Like that's a real, that convicts my own heart. Do I, do am I judging you, David, for a wrong choice I'm despising the riches of his goodness when I don't ex- extend forgiveness or I don't extend the kindness that leads to repentance. Like, I mean, that's, a hard, that's, that's a whole topic in itself, but if, if any of you get time to read it and meditate on it, it, there, it that's a powerful verse. I don't want to be a person who despises the riches of God's goodness, which we see today and reflect on in the cross of Christ.
1: I mean and, and that isn 't that I was just just look, looking at you you 're saying that isn 't today Good Friday in essence, the pinnacle of the richness of the goodness of God, right you know this in a sense is all of human history has gone from Adam and has been trucking along and and going through that, and then we get to Christ, we get to Good Friday, where Christ fulfills that, where he says, this is the display of the the, mm-hmm. the richness of the goodness of God. And, you know, as crazy as it looks, because it doesn't look like we would expect it. Even the disciples were thinking, you know, he's going to come and clean out the Romans, and that's what the Savior looks like, when in fact the Savior looks a little like something a little bit different. And this is the same when we, we talk about finances, is that often – repentance or something, you know, when we look at that, we go, well, that's not going to affect our finances. Yes, it will. Yes, it will affect our relationship between us and God, a relationship between us and our spouse, and our relationship between us and what's going on in our finances. It will. We, in a sense, need to surrender to that and just know that that's just what God has planned, right? So really, really good stuff. So, Ray, have you got a little more to add to that in the sense of as we look at the at Christ and we look at Good Friday and as we come to, um, you know, even looking at his life and the journey into Gethsemane and seeing the example of that in Christ, you, you had a, a little bit of a, what can we learn from the model of Christ as he experienced repentance and went uh, in the garden?
0: Well, just that surrender, I think that's what we're, where we're going. Because, I mean, for Christ, he was perfect he 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 was in close relationship with the lord and with his father and that's that's why he could take on take on our sin and go to the cross but in that place he had to surrender in gethsemane if if you're listening and you don't know the story you can go to the gospels and and read it for yourself that he cried out in the garden and uh he asked his his three closest friends stay awake and pray mm-hmm. and uh, they fell asleep while he was crying out to the father that that he wouldn't have to do it that he it was he knew the pain that was coming he knew uh, the mockery he knew uh, how he was going to be despised I mean it's in Isaiah 53 and he knew Isaiah 53 mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. knew what was coming uh, and yet he said, not my will, but yours be done. And isn't that what a surrendered, Ray, and mm-hmm. repentance is? Is Yeah,
2: no. I really believe that. Yeah. We come to that realization, God, apart from you, I can't do anything. So I receive that place of forgiveness as I repent of my sins. Um, and Lord, entering into all that you have for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, a- and it... Sometimes, that we were saying it before the show, you don't really want sometimes to do it God's way. I, I think if I say that out loud, I'm not alone. Sometimes we want our way. Our daughter this morning wanted her way with her sister, and she chose her own way, and she suffered the, a little repercussion for that. She got something taken away. And uh, I thought of myself and her. You know, I, I heard myself say to Serena, "Serena, you have a choice to make." You can honor your sister, or you, you do it what you want. And she chose. She said out loud, I want to do it my way. And I was like, well, I think this will be taken away from you then for a little while. And I thought, we are all that way with the Father. He says, you know what? You don't have the money this week to do this thing. You haven't planned. You, you just don't have it. You, you don't have to buy that thing. You don't need it. And there's we were talking about that quote about desire when desire is ripe the temptation is there financially Where well, this is what mm-hmm. we're talking mm-hmm. about mm, yes. and, and when that desire we all know it I'm saying this and I know I'm getting shaking heads all over the city yes we have a desire we want the TV we want the boat we want the new car and we aren't, aren't going to listen to our spouse or our coach or or the word of God we don't have the money for it and we're going to do it anyway because we deserve it we work hard so we feel like we deserve it the desire for that thing is ripe and we are doing what my daughter did this morning and say my way not God's Mm -hmm. so how do we get I I always go to the very basic where we say God give me a heart that wants what you want transform my heart
1: and again it goes back to that battle for the heart it goes back for you know again part of this repentance piece is Mm -hmm. actually just acknowledging that you know what I do desire. I do want. I, I, I you know, my heart is you know, has a longing for th- some things that, and and again, maybe they are beyond your capacity. And God knows that mm-hmm. capacity. He knows what your capacity is. And so that that battle for the heart. And uh, again. Desire. (laughs) Where where is desire birthed? Right, it's in our hearts. Right, Uh, uh, it it comes in through all kinds of of ways through you know media and through um, just the environment that we live in here in North America. But it sinks down to our hearts, and that's where that desire is is kind of built up. And we gotta again just go back to that. We're gonna take a breath sometimes because it just starts filling up, and we all of a sudden realize, boy, I've been just holding myself, desiring this, desiring this, desiring this. I should have this. All of those things that you know inside we may not confess or even acknowledge to anyone else, but the reality is is that there is that battle going on inside our hearts, and just to be able to go, Lord, I just I repent and to experience his refreshing to experience the the inhale of the spirit of god to go okay that's gonna that's gonna help us right it's gonna it's gonna change things
0: well i just flipped to james okay there's another passage right james one down because it's verses 12 to 16 and it's awesome because it says you know we say god tempts us well god doesn't tempt us but each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. And then it goes into every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't change. There's no pattern of turning with him. He's the same. But we can't say that it's God doing that. God doing it. It's our desire often that leads us. And we have to understand that that's... Maybe we need to meditate on what death looks like, you know, choosing our own way. Sometimes we don't want to look and face what that will lead to in our life. What will it look like if I choose this path when God's word says it's going to lead to death? And he is not there with a hammer saying, choose. There's a bunch of r- rules and regulations that you have to, to have fulfill. It's not. That's not what Good Friday is about, He came to free us because we couldn't free ourselves. He knows that our desires lead to death, and he came to free us from it. So we have to call out and cry out to him to help us because we can't do it on our own.
1: Man, that's a whole other show, all in of I know, itself. And I, just
0: yeah. just, I just dropped it there. Oh
2: come Dad. on, oh, we
1: got we got lots more time, just not this show. <laughs> so oh, we're gonna go that. Ray, if I could ask you just to to say a prayer. It's Good Friday. Normally, Rebecca and I are the ones, in a sense, leading off or, the, or ending off the show in prayer. But I'm just gonna invite you, Ray, if you'd just close us off in prayer. All
2: right. All right. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your gift to each one of us as we reflect on that, the gift of life. That you've taken each one of our sins, our financial sins, every aspect of our lives, Lord. You've borne the weight of that on the cross as you die for each one of us, that made a way that we can be brought into that place of freedom and enjoyment with our Heavenly Father. And so, Lord, thank you for giving us the freedom and all the choices that we make. But, Mm -hmm. Father, for each one of them, Lord, we bring them before your throne and say, Father, would you continue to help us? We want to walk according to your principles principles and our our heart would be free and enter into the freedom that you purchased on the cross for each one and we pray that for each of our listeners today that they would come into a place of fresh freedom from the financial area but in every area of their life and we thank you for that lord in jesus name thanks ray
1: what a Interesting show here on Good Friday. <laughs> I I, I want to say it's a uh, it was a great show, but it really is. Is we're our desire as we talk about the hard issues around money here at, on Let's Talk Money that you'll just take a moment and you know shut down the technology today or or take a, a walk quietly and just reflect on take that exhale and recognize that God mm-hmm. wants to bring a time of refreshing mm-hmm. to all of us. It's His desire. It really is. So. Have a great Good Friday. Have a great Easter celebration as we celebrate the the resurrection of Christ, the new life in Christ. And uh, join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.